0: bobbins
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Long Days. We have another guest. Now that we're going twice a week, I am very excited about this guest. He makes the BX <laughs> South Bronx, South South Bronx. Very proud, New York's own, probably the biggest artist on the internet. Yo, my artist. Yo, my artist. You remember that era where everyone was like, "Yo, I got everyone want to be a manager." They "Yo, I got three artists. This is my artist. This is my <laughs> artist." But he's actually a real artist. He's a real artists, you know from tiktok you know him from instagram i'm gonna pronounce it a few different ways because depending <laughs> on where you're from you might pronounce it differently yo, devon yo devon <laughs> <Devin>. <laughs> devon devon DuVon. depending on where you are you get it different right yeah
0: that's so funny how do you like it to go just Devon. Devon.
1: Devon. Yo, you heard? That's That's Devon for the block. Do good. So when you go back to the Bronx, say, yo, Devon, do my portrait, son. When you can get me up on your talk? I got a, yo, I got an album coming out. When you gonna promote my shit on your talk, son? I'll be following you. My man done good.
0: That's funny. Do you get that a lot? You predicted my whole life right there. You get it, right? With the names, the promotions, you got it all.
1: Look, I'm your mom's age. I've been around this world a little bit. I got wisdom. <laughs> I know how people are. Once you blow up, people always always supported you as an artist. <laughs> yeah, I always right. knew you had that talent of art. So uh, you're probably getting tons of pussy now. What's that like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, skip. No, I'm kidding. No, nah, yeah. You... <laughs> no, <that's>
1: uh, <laughs> Uh, you're doing real good, man. Your art is very, very good. Jesse, no, Jesse Scuturo, behind me. He's an artist. He draws. He did. He, you know, I don't. You don't know, uh, Mister Panos, but he sculpted that. Is my other character besides Morissa, who probably your mom would go crazy if you found out you were sitting with Maurice. She'd be like, "Did you get a, get a T-shirt for me? You were sitting down with Maurice? That's it. That bitch. I, I bet you want to go to Westchester with her." But uh, I had this other great character, Mr. Banos, and Jesse uh, sculpts, and he paints, and he does all that. We could pull up his shit and everything so you could see it. And then I want you—I want to hear what you guys think of each other's art. Can you like, Do you get together with artists? Is it like an artist community? What does the artist community feel about you now that you've blown the fuck up on TikTok, Devon?
0: Um, I hope they like me. <laughs> um. I hope they uh, catch up to what I'm doing now because um, I feel like a lot of artists are stuck in like the gallery space tradition thing. And um, social media is just way better for me than doing that route. Well,
1: it's perfect for your your generation. You grew up with the internet, so you saw this opportunity. You said, "Hey, here's the internet. This is a way for people to see my art," and mm. you went for it. And yeah. you, you you came up where you started drawing people in the subway, these beautiful portraits. You're almost like the um, humans of New York. Yeah. Uh, for like, pick for art. You know, Humans in New York. That yeah, account, yeah, of course. Yeah. Where he would like take a picture of somebody and then um,
0: interview them, and then
1: interview them. You're kind of like you can see the person, and there's all these different types of people, and it's beautifully, beautifully drawn. Um, I have a friend, Tyler Fisher, who's a comedian, who did the funniest thing where he pretended to be the guy. Whose account was uh, Humans of New York? So he would he ran around and he dressed real funny and he had like shoes with no socks on and he had like a real hipster outfit. He'd run up to people and go, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" oh my God, you're perfect, you're perfect. He was like, <laughs> he was like, do you know my account, Humans in New York? And they would always, at first they would go like, nah, nah, leave me alone. And then they go, have you heard of the account? And he had this funny voice. He'd be like, have you heard of the account, Humans of New York? And they'd be like, oh my God, that's you. <laughs> and then they would just let him, and then he would take all these photos. He'd take photos of their dick, of their face. He'd get close. And they would just let him do it. So do you have people like, how in demand are you right now for people on the subway? When you see people on the subway and and they recognize you, they start doing this? <laughs> yeah. do they start posing for you hoping that you might like because I know you're wearing a
0: mask because we're doing COVID but you know people can recognize your eyes you got nice eyes <laughs> yeah no all the time if they see me outside they're like oh can you whip out the sketchbook right now and draw me I'm like I don't have it on me I'm just hanging out right now like I don't but yeah, yeah it's it's a lot did you go to art school yeah I went to high school of art and design ah you know that Jesse art
1: school of design yeah I've heard of it yeah you went to with finger painting school you guys are finger painters you went to a finger painting school. Yeah, for college, I went to school visual arts. SVA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so I didn't, I didn't make it that far. You didn't even. Well, you don't have to at this point. Yeah. Far. I got a GED white to art
0: school.
1: Yeah, Jesse Honestly. went to humanities, and back when we grew up, he decided to stop going to humanities because it was just too dangerous. Yeah. He would go to he would be get off the train. He'd be like, you know what? I just can't go to school anymore. We grew up in like the '80s and early '90s in New York. That was like, it was just everywhere was bad. Everywhere was like tough. You grew up in the South Bronx? Yeah. yeah. So that stayed tough. Gentrification didn't come yeah, up there, right? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet, right?
0: I mean, it's, 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 it's creeping in now, but I wouldn't, it's still, um, yeah, not too many white people over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So when did you, were you, like, that type of talent you're born with, right? Because I've tried to do art. Jesse always would be humble and go, because he paints amazing and he does all that. And I would, uh, he I, he would always be humble and say like, oh, it's just easy to learn. You just got to learn it. And then I would, I can't even draw a Smurf with like a formula on how to draw a Smurf. Do you know the Smurfs are? Yeah. yeah. Your cartoon. You got to check with a twenty-five-year-old. You like, you remember the Smurfs? <laughs> yeah, the He's movies. like, I don't know. I know Frozen, and that's all I know. <laughs> I know Frozen. I know the genders of uh, Katy Perry, <laughs> and that's all I know. Um and I can't draw. So it's like a natural talent. Was your dad an artist?
0: Yeah, yeah, my dad was a tattoo artist, and then... Um, That's where it comes from. I went to the high school of art and design, but I didn't get accepted the first year because you had to give a portfolio, and then mine was... It sucked. It's around here if, um, if you scroll down. I saw,
1: your first, I saw your first one. Your yeah. first one looks like what mine would be after 40 years of practice. Yeah. <laughs> your, first, your first drawing, right? It was yes. a self-portrait? Yes. Van Gogh style.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yep. I had a whole portfolio like that, and then I didn't get accepted, and then um, got accepted my my second year. But and my dad was a tattoo artist, but he wasn't he wasn't there. Like I didn't meet him until I was like eighteen years old. So. You didn't meet your
1: pops? Yeah, no. I bet he's around now a lot, right? He's no. like, yo, Devon, well, what's up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, well, he actually passed. But... Oh, sorry. No, sorry no, sorry, that. It's yeah, right. Yeah. No, he, he passed like um, me too. Right after I met him, like maybe like two months after I met him. How'd he pass? Uh, just like cirrhosis of the liver, just being an alcoholic, you know. Uh,
1: kid, he liked he liked his booze. Yeah,
0: yeah. I
1: got a friend Dan Soder, same way. Shout out Dan Soder. His pops cirrhosis of the liver. Alcohol takes you down. My pops just passed too, but he was a tattoo artist. Yeah. So you grew up with that talent. So how early did you start drawing?
0: Um, since I was like three years old i was always drawing something and then i would hear like on the block in the bronx like yo your dad did this on me he did this on me and they'll show me these tattoos and then my mom would show me like tattoo magazines and i was like damn my dad is famous like you know in the bronx if you're in one magazine we think you're famous <laughs> so i was like holy shit like where's my dad at like so i asked everybody that knew him like yo you know where my dad is at where's my dad and everyone's like i don't know he left to miami or he left to california and nobody really knew so um My mom would be like, "Yo, shut up! Stop asking about your dad. He's a deadbeat. He left you. Like he's not gonna save your ass." And I'm like, "I'm like, damn. But I'm tired of living in like the Bronx. Like he's in magazines. He must be doing something right." Um, So I kept searching for him and searching for him. I found him on um, MySpace when I was like um, eleven, and then that's um,
1: hilarious getting a friend request from your son on MySpace. (laughs) Yo, what's up, dad?
0: Yeah, no, it was. I couldn't even write to him because. So I found him when I was uh, 12, and I was like, look, his name is Carlos Rodriguez, so you know, there's like a million of them, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's like the Giannis Pap, my name is John, yeah. so the Greek name is Giannis Papas, is like the most common Greek name. So it's only like exotic here, oh, really? but like, it just means John. But yeah, that's like, Carlos Rodriguez is... Giannis Pappas is to, in Greek, is what Carlos Rodriguez is to in Puerto Rican.
0: Yeah, imagine. So imagine if your son was looking for you. Yeah. Actually, he'll find you because
1: yeah, a lot of Carlos Rodriguez's came up. Yeah, yeah. And when when
0: you were in the Bronx and you were like, Carlos Rodriguez, where are you? Everyone turned around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so I'm like searching through all the pages and. Couldn't find him. And then I asked my mom, like, Do, does he have like a, a nickname? And she was like, yeah, they used to call him Silo in like the tattoo world. So I looked up Silo, and I'm looking through all the pages and like on the 14th page, I saw this this one like Hanya mass tattoo. And I, I know he used to tattoo Japanese stuff. So I was like, oh, this is him. So I clicked on it. And then it said that his last login was three years prior to that day. So I was like, fuck, he's not going to respond to my message. So I went on his top 20 friends and I copied and pasted this long message like, hey, I'm Devon's son. I've been looking for him all my life. Like, every year I was looking for him. Like, it's crazy. I was A lot so... of
1: people might have just thought it was a Nigerian print scam. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, I'm his son. Contact this number. I have a bank account for you.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, most people ignored me. There was one lady that was like, um, she said something like, um, something, Flying Panther and SD, something like that. So I Googled it and it was like, Flying Panther tattoo shop in San Diego and I was like oh shit I gotta call this so I called him and I was like hey can I speak to Carlos and then he was like let me put him on and he's like he's like hello I'm like yo it's your son Devon you remember me and he's like of course I remember you you're my son and I'm thinking like I mean obviously you don't remember me like where were you anyway so oh yeah this one Flying Panther yeah Yeah.
1: in your pop's defense that's exactly how I would have played it too
0: (laughs) yeah so he's like um, he's like so he my dad has like 18 kids um what? so damn yeah, and he has like a lot of you
1: show sure your pop's name not genghis khan or <laughs> or larry johnson the basketball player uh no but. he's got 18 kids
0: <laughs> yeah damn so he had like a bunch of like baby mamas in the bronx and miami and all over the place so all was, the hot spots yeah, yeah. All, all the cool spots <laughs> so he's like he's like yo how the fuck did you um First thing he said was like, "How the fuck did you find me? Like, you must have done some detective work, cause all my baby mama's been looking for me, and they could never." And I'm like, you know, I was like, I was like desperate, like, cause I, I thought like he would help me get out of the situation I was at in the Bronx, but right. that wasn't the case. But well,
1: he was—he well, was just like nice to hear from you, and that was it.
0: No, we spoke, and and uh, he was like, "Don't tell your fucking mom that we talk on the phone. Like that bitch <laughs> did this, this, and that to me. Don't tell that bitch. She gonna be hating." And I was like, "All right, no, I won't tell her. Like, don't worry." So, um, we'll just speak on the phone like every day behind my mom's back. And yeah. then like two minutes, two min minute, two months into talking on the phone, he's like, yo, come out to San Diego, like come live out here. And I was like, I'm in a school here in the Bronx. Like I can't just leave. And he's like, no, I'll put you in school here. So I was like, oh shit. I was willing to drop all my friends. I was like, all right. He's like, you have to tell your mom. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm like, mom, I got to talk to you. I've been talking to my dad. Um, I'm going to drop out of school and move to San Diego and she's like, are you fucking crazy? You ain't, you don't run yourself. You think you grown motherfucker? Like you not leaving nowhere and, and you fuck your dad. He's a deadbeat. He abandoned you. Now he wants to come out of nowhere. And then, so I started crying. I called him. I'm like, mom's a bitch. I told you she was a bitch. Like she's, so anyway, so she didn't let me go. So, um, I didn't get to go until like years later, but we'll just keep on, keep contact on the phone.
1: Did you meet him ever in person?
0: Yeah. So then, um, I think I was in like sixth or fifth grade during that time. So I was just in school. We'll talk every now and then. And then finally, after like, um, like after freshman year of college, I went to college for one year and then I ended up dropping out. Where at? Um, FIT.
1: There you go. Fashion Institute of Technology, New York. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so then I was there, and then we'll talk on the phone all the time. And he'd be like, "Yo, come come to Miami." He was living in Miami, and I was like, "I can't. I'm in school right now." And then one day I dropped out of school, and I was like, "I guess I could finally visit him." So um, I go to visit him, and he was he was a little insane. <laughs> he was different from what I expected, but yeah. How old were you at that time? Uh, Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Wow.
1: So, you, but you did get to meet him.
0: Yeah. So I go That's to great. I go to Miami. I meet him, and. Um, and and he has like these tattoos on his face and and uh, tattoos all over his neck and stuff and we'll walk around together and he'll tell people like yo what the fuck you looking at like and like he was like super thugged out and I was like damn maybe I'm glad I didn't I wasn't raised he's by he's like, like
1: maybe my mom was right always listen to
0: your mom guys no but my mom was a thug too like she was a little thugged out too <laughs> very very yeah. she she has multiple felonies but but anyway <laughs> it's what it is that's <laughs> what it is
1: that's <laughs> sometimes how it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, great art isn't born out of, you know, Beverly Hills. That's not how it works. You even go back all the way, I mean, Van Gogh. You know, his brother, who's your favorite artist? Who do he, you love? He's one of them, Van Gogh. Are you going to go to that exhibit, that immersive exhibit?
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't It's funny. I've seen so many ads for it, but I haven't been to it yet. Yeah. You want to go together? Yeah, let's go, let's, <laughs> let's go. go,
1: let's go. <laughs> that must have been tough for you growing up in the Bronx when guys were like, yo, what's up? We're going, you know, we're going to see this concert, or wherever. You were like, guys, I got to stay home and work on this portrait. <laughs> exactly. Or did you, did you, were your friends willing to go to the Metropolitan Museum with you?
0: Um, well, I was doing graffiti when, like for most of my childhood, like from until middle school. Yeah. And then when I got to middle school, they gave me this like high school directory book to find a school. And then um, I saw the school art and design. It was in Midtown. It's like on fifty it was on fifty-seventh and Lexington or Third Avenue or something like that. And then yeah. I was like, oh shit, art and design, you have to apply with a portfolio. Like, and then um so I, I applied, but all I was doing was graffiti at the time and all my friends loved it. Like all day in lunch, like in middle school, like, oh draw my name, draw me in my boyfriend's name. I'll give you I'll be like, All right, give me like two chicken fingers and I got you. <laughs> and then I'll just draw their names. Like it was all day, like all day I'm drawing names. Um, and then so when wait I had wait to, you shouldn't
1: say chicken fingers. I saw your last Instagram post. You should call Sam chicken nuggets.
0: Oh yeah, chicken nuggets. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I mean, so you told you just nuggets. Yeah, I saw you just on your gram. How many how many followers you got now on the gram? I mean on the um, TikTok. Twenty
0: point nine million. Raceway
1: Park. <laughs>
0: Twenty point nine million. And how many on the gram? Um, two point seven million. He had, he had a Not grit. that I had to keep count all day every day and watch my numbers. No,
1: <laughs> once you hit the, once you hit the milli, you just let them move. You let them move on their own. You know what I mean? You, you're in the millies. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're up in the millies now, and you did a you just did a sponsored post. People gotta understand that, like you know, content creators. You know, the the internet is now sort of like the mainstream of how things get out there. You know, we all got bills to pay. You got to, you know, people love your art. You do one McDonald's thing. So you caught some heat for that McDonald's thing, some people?
0: Yeah, yeah. People on Instagram were like, oh, you're a sellout, you know. But I, I kind of expected it. It's like... It's such a like cliche idea. You yeah, know, like you do you're an artist, you do a sponsored post. And yeah, you're
1: like, sorry, you know, I, I, you know, they offered me this. I I should have said no to please you. <laughs> I should have said, you know what, I'm gonna say no and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do portraits in 42nd Street. You know? And we all gotta make that money. Yeah, so exactly. get that fucking money. Look at this. So these it's it's unbelievable what he does, man. He uh these strangers, he just and it how long did it take you to get that good from that first uh, Cause you show that picture of that self-portrait you did of yourself years ago. How much practice does it take to get this good, man? You know, you're kind of like Chuck Close. You know Chuck Close? Yeah. yeah. Like how realistic it looks. Mm-hmm. Like it's very like realistic. You have a photographic memory, kind of, right? Like wh- how does that work as an artist? Um, <laughs> I like just pronouncing it artist, making it real. New. This show is fucking New York right now. We're in Brooklyn. We got my boy from the BBX, my fucking
0: producer right there. He's an artist. He's from Brooklyn. Uh, I guess it took me like, I would say like five years to uh, make it like realistic. How much
1: practice? Like how many? How, how, 20 hours. Maybe yeah.
0: like three hours a day, five years.
1: And you have to have a real steady hand and patience, right?
0: Yeah, lots of patience. And you have to like love it a lot, but... Um, and yeah. it, when
1: you started drawing was it just a talent you knew you had right away you could tell like you were into it you, you, like, I'm so curious to know like how an artist what do you see like what's how do you how are you able to look at me like if I was sitting here right now you could draw me like yeah. a photo and make it look yeah. kind of like a photo so yeah. you what what the fuck is that like a fucking magic power that's like a fucking some alien shit yeah. I mean Jesse does the same thing like how the fuck what do you how do you see the world that you can just take it from your mind and put it on a piece of paper
0: yeah well it wasn't always like that like when i was doing graffiti i did not know how to draw any portraits and when i had to apply for art and design they were like we need a portrait still life, this that and i was like what the fuck is that they were like we need a variety of media i was like all i know is spray paint deco markers and black books like i don't know how to do that but i tried and then i got denied and i was so surprised because like i said like in middle school all day it's like yo this is the most talented kid ever and i'm like how did i get denied when i'm the most talented kid ever and then that humbled me and then i had to go to the um U Gompers high school my, my zone school which was horrible ended up getting shut down like two years after but it, that was like I've, I've seen like a lot of crazy shit in that school like to get in you have to go through the metal detectors and be late to class 30 minutes and none of the teachers cared and people were like there's cameras everywhere so in order to fight people will go to the locker rooms and slam <laughs> each other on their necks and there's blood everywhere And i'm like yo i gotta get out of here so i had this art class there with this teacher named jeremy harper and i'm like i'm like and he had the best class and i'm like and he really cared about the students and i'm like yo i love this class um i wanted to i I wanted to go to art and design but i didn't get accepted like and he's like well let me see your portfolio and then he went to sva too actually um and he's like well this shit sucks like he's like of course you didn't get in he was was honest with you yeah Yeah. and nobody ever told me that i was like damn i mean i guess you're right and then he's like yeah let me show you my portfolio this is what I got accepted into SVA with, like, um, I, I could take you under my wing for six months and then we'll be build your portfolio again and then get you accepted. But you got a six-month window. You can only get accepted as a freshman or a sophomore. If you don't get accep- accepted this time, you're stuck in Gompers. And I was like, fuck. And then he showed me his sketchbooks. And he actually had all these Subway sketches. So that's where I got the inspiration from. And that was 2011. So um, so we, we worked on my portfolio for six months. Uh like lesson one was like still life's lesson two was like drawing portraits and so I, I was like under his wing, I would come after class, I would come during lunch and um we did uh our we did my portfolio and then me and my boy Yanyao, he loved to draw too. Oh that what's that name? Yanyao. Yanyao, that's a nice Yanyal name. Yanyao Gutierrez. Uh,
1: that's a good name. That's in New York. That's a Puerto Rican New York yeah, name. Yael yeah. Gutierrez.
0: I think he was Dominican. Oh, uh, Dominican. Okay, <laughs> Dominican. Yeah. But um, so me and him were gonna we were working our portfolios together and we were like pushing each other and stuff. And he lives somewhere like more uptown in the Bronx. And um I actually feel bad because we were supposed to go to the auditions together after we worked on these portfolios for six months, and then the morning of he's like, you know what, bro? I'm looking at the map it's kind of far, it's like on 56th and second, like, I don't think I could go, like, it's gonna take me an hour and a half, and I'm like, yeah, but bro, this school's gonna be life-changing, and he's like, nah, it's kind of far, and I was like, damn, I'm like, come on, we should, and he didn't wanna go, so I was like, all right, I'm go. I'm gonna go by myself, so I went by myself, and um, yeah, and then I did the, turned in my portfolio, I did the test, they make you, like, draw somebody on the spot, Um, a few months later, um, the, the guidance counselor uh, called me in, and she was like, oh, I have a letter for you for from that school. So I grabbed it, and I walked away. She's like, wait, I want to see the letter with you. And I was like, all right, so I opened it, and it was like, congratulations, you got accepted into art and design. Like, you don't have to do anything else except for show up in September. And this is around, like, March. And uh, so I went to my art teacher. I was like, yo, I got accepted into art and design, but don't tell anybody. It wasn't even a thing I planned. I just It was just instincts, like, don't tell anybody, because I know, like... People are gonna like hate on me, like, oh, you leaving the school, like, oh, you leaving the hood, you're gonna go to the, hang out with the white boys, like I already knew. So I was like, don't tell anybody. I'm gonna stay friends with my friends for now, but once I go to the new school, um, it's it's uh, it's over for them. But because um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted, I I knew I had to. I knew how to cut all of that off. And then also at the same time, I was going through like this ACS case with my mom. Like my mom was like very abusive, so we got taken away, and I got placed with my grandma. So. I'm getting. I'm going to a new school and a new home at the same year. So I was like, all right, I'm I'm starting off with a clean slate. So then I I start in September in art and design. I go to Midtown and I remember I would see kids um, with like purple hair, green hair, and I was like mind blown. Like if you had purple hair in the Bronx, like you're getting fucking punched, bullied and spit on like. And then I saw this girl sitting in front of the school reading a book, eating an apple, and I would never forget that memory. I couldn't believe it. I was like if you went to Gompers and you sat on the floor, let alone eat an apple, they'll fucking smash the apple and be like, "Why the fuck are you sitting on the sidewalk?" So I was like I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." And then then I went to one of my first classes was math class, and I was sitting next to this white girl with, with blonde hair and blue eyes and i I'll never forget I thought like yo, I feel like I'm on Disney Channel because <laughs> in the Bronx like I never had a classmate that was white right. ever like in my fucking life you've like, never been
1: called devin before
0: never <laughs>
1: I <go to, laughs> nevervin so, devin I love I love your art devin
0: actually actually, I think it was I think I had a lot of devin. People Call me a devil a lot, like yeah. teachers and stuff. But but the only white people that I met was teachers or, or cops. If right? You, if you saw a white person, they would be like, Yo, policia, mira los cuidado. like, policia, <laughs> like. So I was like, Oh shit, like, damn, like, it's, and then, um, whatever. So I didn't have friends for like a whole year just because, right. um, people, at first I had this star tattoo that I here that I had since I was like 13 or 14. So people were like, and then people would ask me where I'm from, and they're like, oh, shit, he's from the Bronx. And then I was also, like, really shy, so I would just stay quiet. Yeah, so you're introverted. Just, I could tell you're introverted. You're an artist. You're an artist. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so people just assume, like, oh, shit, he's quiet. Like, he has a tattoo. He's from the Bronx. Like, stay away. He's scary. Right. So right. I didn't have friends for a whole year. And then I'm thinking, like, these kids are weird. They're eating apples, reading books. Right. like, <laughs> like. <laughs> like so, they got purple hair. Yeah, so I didn't have friends for, like, a whole year. But then year two, I adjusted and... And, and I also went in with, like, this chip on my shoulder, like, I didn't get accepted. All right, I'm going to show you kids, like, I'm going to be better than all you guys. Were. Well, you know, that's what it takes. Like, that's what it takes. That's an
1: inspirational story. Especially, I love that part where you said um, where you got humbled, that, where, like, you know, you didn't get in that humbled. You, you took that as inspiration. You saw that as, you didn't go, like, fuck that. And then, like, you know, you were like, all right, let me get better. Mm. And let me prove them wrong by getting better. A lot of people, most people, I say most people, they get that first rejection, you know, they, their ego doesn't, they, it does, they don't allow it to sort of fracture their ego, and sometimes you need your ego to be fractured, like, um, it's like, I, I played basketball in high school and whatever, no big deal, then you go to a college level, I tried to walk on a Division One team, <laughs> and it was like, the level just changes, when yeah. you go up, it's like the level, and either you go like... You, you throw your middle fingers up because you want to remain the man in the smaller world you're from, mm-hmm. or you go like, okay, now I want to get motivated and, and be on their level. I want to, like, and that takes, that takes humility. And without humility, you can't really grow as an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you just kept going and getting better and saw those things as challenges as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, rejections.
0: Yeah, I kind of knew from the first audition, we, we, we were like in this waiting area by the staircase before we walked in for the auditions. And everybody's like, oh, let me see your portfolio. Let me see yours. And the first one I opened, it was this girl. Like, she had all these figure drawings. And I was like, holy shit, these kids are fucking different. Like, I was like, damn. And then I saw this other girl's portfolio. And I was like, I might not get in. Like, these kids are insane. Like, how the fuck? And
1: it was the first time you were exposed to other people yeah, like you exactly. who could do what you did, whereas when you, where you came from, you were the guy who could do what you do. That's exactly. like the same thing with comedy. It's like when I was coming up, I was always the funniest kid by a lot. Yeah. In my friend group, in school, everywhere. I was always the funniest, class clown, always. And then you become a comedian, you're like, everybody is funny. Yeah,
0: exactly. All these people are funny. <laughs> a
1: lot of them funnier than me. And so it's a, it's a humbling experience. Yeah. And that's when you realize, like, you got to either work or you're going to, you know... You're gonna allow your ego to get in the way and go like, fuck these people, I'm good, you know, get that attitude of like, fuck them, and everyone's, uh, you know, oppressing me, and, you know, they, they didn't let me in because of this, that, the other thing. Those are the two roads you can go. You went on the right road. You went on You went on the road that led to 20.9 20 20. million followers, so congrats. Man, That's you. incredible, man. That's a really great story.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the kids, like, would, would tell me like, oh, yeah, my middle school teacher trained me, and... I was like, damn, my my first high school teacher trained me because in middle school, that class was like art. We had an art class, but it was like free time because I think her name was Miss Hall. She was so afraid of the kids like nobody cared about art. So they'll walk into the classroom and sit down and like tell her like, like she was very like soft and be like, guys, please listen to me. And they were like. Suck my dick, bitch, and she'll throw a textbook. <laughs> yeah, and then she. So then every day, was just free time, we walk in and she's like, "Okay, do as you please." And there was no art, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, and I can't tell the other kids because they're gonna jump me or something. So, right. Um, so so I you really had to work. learn how to navigate. Yeah,
1: you really had to learn. So, what was it about you? You you just wanted to get out of the Bronx? Is that what it was? Like you were just motivated to get out of the Bronx? Like you didn't want to be around that.
0: Yeah, like I. So like that I, meant more to
1: you than fitting in with with, with those people. Yeah, With because, those kids,
0: like, I, I knew, like, very early on that, like, fitting in and doing what they did, it was, like, a slow death, like, no matter what. I don't know how I had this understanding, but my house, like, so I, I grew up in this house where it was, like, five of us in one bedroom, and then um, in one little ass room, and then the next room was, like, a whole other family, and then the basement was a whole other family, and then um, a bunch of craziness going on. And then, like, the bathroom was, like, a shared bathroom where you see, like, heroin needles and craziness, and... And I and my mom was like abusive and calling us all kinds of names, punching us and fucking showing up to the house. She was like a bartender, so she would show up like very drunk at like three in the morning and beat the fuck out of us and like have like the lights on like and we only have one room like and I'm like come on can you please turn off the light I have to wake up at seven for for school and she'd be like shut the fuck up before I fuck you up and then smoke weed and like my and then like how many the, how many
1: brothers and sisters in there with you
0: I had um. My brother and my sister, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, then like, smoke cigarettes and all that, and I'm like, damn, like, we're in the same room and whatever. So it was just like that everyday music blasting chaos. And so I used to watch Disney Channel, and I used to see things like Hannah Montana, Corey in the House, um, Zach and Cody... And I, and I saw how the moms and dads interacted with their kids. And I was like, you n- see, this is normal. Look how nice they are. Like, this, like the shit going on in my house, like, this is not what's supposed to happen. So I'm like, it's just a matter of time so, until um, I'm old enough to, like, control the situation. Right now, I can't. So I just have to, like, finesse wow. my way little by little.
1: Wow, that's amazing that you came to those realizations on your own at such a young age. That's yeah, crazy. Since, since,
0: like, since, like, seven. It's, it's actually funny, like i remember like being like seven or eight years old telling my mom like mom can you put me in acting classes and she's like oh why the fuck you want to be in acting class i'm like oh because there's this kid Corey, like from dassel raven he's like 10 and he's famous as hell like why not me i didn't even want to be an actor i just wanted to be famous or want to have something to get out of here like And she was like, no, nah, we can't afford that shit, fuck that. Like, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll be an artist one day. Because that was my true passion, which I'm glad I followed that. So like, not only did
1: you have the talent for it that you realized at a young age, and obviously you inherited it from your pops, but you had passion for it. You did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you do enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Can you do that without enjoying it? Or is it just like you have to enjoy it to have that much patience to sit there and...
0: Yeah, I think you have to enjoy, not yeah. to not to quit, and to keep it going. Because
1: was that your place of solace? Was that like your place where, when you were drawing, like all those problems, you were able to kind of get away from everything?
0: Yeah, for sure. Even yeah. back then, even before I knew I was, before I knew I was bad from my teacher telling me. Um, even when I was ten years old, I'm like, "This is gonna save me. Like I'm gonna be a famous artist." I was delusional at the time because yeah. I, you were dreaming though. Yeah yeah, 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 and you had the talent, but
1: when you're actually drawing. Can you think of anything else or are you completely focused on the painting? Does your mind clear when you're drawing? Like, it, is it like therapeutic in that way?
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it was the only thing that I knew how to do. And yeah, it's the only thing. Like, I'll do it, you know, even if I wasn't going viral, I was, I mean, I was, I was actually drawing people on the subway for the last 10 years. And it wasn't until TikTok that everybody knew about it. But this is like a comment. I'm sure you had teachers at SVA that did it. I don't know if you ever had like Stephen Nacell. No, I was doing. like 20 years ago, too. okay. A long time ago. No, yeah, but still, like, so my teacher told me that he learned from SVA from his professors that drew on the subway, so this is like a common artist practice, and um, I just... In New York, yeah, it, go on yeah. the subway, draw people and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Did anyone ever go, yo, you ever try to draw someone, they, yo, man, what, what the fuck are you looking at? Why are you
0: drawing me? You ever get that? Yeah, so when my <laughs> teacher first showed me, I was like... I was like, "Those are people on the subway?" And then he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's good to practice a variety of different people in New Yorkers." And I was like, "That's so weird." And he's like, "Now nah, you should try it." So I was trying it and people would like do that like look at me or like and I was like, "Where did you draw these people because in the Bronx, you know, you can't really get away. With <laughs> you can't you can't look at somebody for too long." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um so I kind of so I stopped and then when I went to high school of art and design, I had this teacher that was painting people. He would take photographs of people and then paint them in his studio. So I was painting people on the subway for the last 10 years. and But I would take a photo of them so then I could just right. draw it. Would you sneak the photo? It was kind of a sneak yeah, photo? just act like I'm texting and just sneak the Boom, photo.
1: Boom, um, like, Let's say you were doing it. I'm just curious. If you were to like, draw me, would you be able to look at me and then I could leave and you could draw? Or do you have to keep glancing up and down, up and down? I have to
0: like, keep glancing. You have
1: to keep glancing. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works, Jesse? You have to keep glancing? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like a photographic memory where you take a picture and like it's in the mind, but you can see what is th- how do you, how can you recreate my face? How does that work? Just sh- like you don't even know, right? It's like shapes, an alien town.
0: Sh- shapes and values and shades and <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. You know, so,
1: <laughs> so you see symmetry in people's faces, and you guys look at people and like
0: you just see people, yeah, you and just you're like, you like the spacing of.
1: And wisdom. what makes you want to be like? I want to draw that.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's just like.
1: In I want the, to make art. What the, the fuck is that? It's the same thing with like singing. It almost makes me believe in a god or something cuz it's like what is artistic expression? Like what when people sing, what is that? Like why why does it make me why do I get goosebumps when Adele hits those high notes, you know? <laughs> like what is that? Where does it come from? Why? And then you look at a painting and you it, it moves you. You get like an emotional reaction to it. What is that? Yeah, like yeah. you don't even know what it is. I have
0: no idea. but I know I would like stare at people on the train or even looking at you now, I'll think yeah. like, oh, if I drew that, like I'll draw like this uh, wrinkle and no offense. No, no, I get it. No, I get it. I I'll mean, draw, look, like I'm this, falling apart. I get it. I'll
1: draw this hair. I'll draw I'll his eyes this. right in the middle of his nose. I mean, my eyes are close together. You, You give me a monocle right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fascinated at like what you guys see. But that's what, your mind is always working like that. Because I'm always thinking in jokes. I'm always thinking like, I hear you say something, I'm like, boom, hit a a joke here. Boom, funny here, (laughs) funny here, funny. funny. You're thinking it like, how I would draw. You see shapes. Or
0: or how it would mix the color, or like how the lighting like changes the skin tone, and how it would mix that. And you know, closer to the light, you got more light on your forehead, so you put more white in that. Or like maybe like, Close to your cheeks there's more red so you're throwing some more red I'm just thinking of like how you would mix certain things yeah. yeah yeah
1: and um and as far as the vibe of a person how do you portray that in a painting like what is that like what is that because like you look at a van Gogh you look at uh, I'm just off the top of the head at, you know Chuck Close, etc just the two I'm thinking of right now it's like there's a vibe there that mm-hmm. they have you can you could tell it it's them who made the painting but then also they capture something in the person like, does that co- emote, like, do you get that too? Like, you get my vibe, so you would try to get my vibe in there? Yes. Like, or the way you perceive my vibe? Would it be like a manic, crazy, unstable person <laughs> where my eyes would be like, I'd come out like, <laughs> like, um, very animated? Am I animated or like, is there a difference in vibe when you, when you draw people?
0: Um, I just try to like draw it as accurate as I can and then hopefully a vibe comes through. That's what you do. So you go accurately. Because that's... Jesse taught me about that. Like there's movements
1: in art. Like the movement went from like the classical era where they were trying to be very accurate and then form started breaking down, right? And they started doing like... Uh, it, then there was the expressionist The impressionist And then it got all the way down To like the Pollock era Where they were just throwing painted a camera Which looks very nice Above a couch You know what I mean But I look at Sometimes I go to the modern Sometimes I go to the MoMA I'll be honest with you I'm more of a Met guy <laughs> I'm more of a form guy I like yeah. to see You know I go to the MoMA sometimes and I'm like Yo this is fucking art I could do that <laughs> Like I could fucking do that And my dad was a painter My dad was an artist Hold up Let me see Let me make you
0: judge it Oh shit I'm scared
1: He's going to just be in his head because he's shot. I'm scared because he's <laughs> shot. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: I forgot to tell you my pops is an artist.
0: Ten out of ten. Is he good? Is he famous? No, I'm kidding. No,
1: he's not famous. He's also famous. But he was, a. Uh,
0: he did w- that. Was this on the subway? No. That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, my uncle. My uncle. Uh, Show
0: it to this
1: camera. Oh, yeah, right here. That's my dad did that. So that was my how many, uncle. Um, and don his How many views did
0: he get? He got zero views. This <laughs> right. is the he got. Here
1: we go. One, two, and there you go. He'll get thousands now. Yo, I'm making my dad. This is the most my dad and people have seen my dad's art. <laughs> Check that
0: out. Now it's gonna go up in value. Yeah,
1: go up in value. My dad did that. Oh uh, yeah, dad was it, it's
0: himself. nice though. Yeah, my dad had ten some out of talent, ten. right? Ten yeah, out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my but I didn't. I
1: wasn't born with it. He could do it. I wasn't born with it. So. You start drawing, you get better, you get better. TikTok comes along. You started on TikTok, right? Your first one was on TikTok. What was the first one to smash? What was your more recent one?
0: Oh, so my, it's like the subway thing. So first I did... Um, so if you scroll all the way down, um, they, they all have a lot of views now because all the new millions of followers go down to like watch all my stuff. So all those views at the bottom aren't like real views, if you know what I mean. You know what yeah, because I mean? like, they came back and watched Yeah, they them. came yeah. back, exactly. So... So if you look at the one uh, in the middle, can you can you watch them here?
1: The one in the middle, Jesse. The on the on the first on the first row. Yeah, the first. Next one, to yeah. the lady who's moving. I
0: love how you know exactly what I was talking about. Yes, yeah. but the middle one. The middle one, right? No, <laughs> down. down, down that one. That's the first um, one. Well, I guess the the subway one below that. Oh no, the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. And then uh, so that one, um, I don't remember how many views that guy. It, it did pretty well, but. Um, I remember painting the commission, and um, and it only had like 500 views at the time. Which one is that? The the middle one. Which one? Yeah. Yeah. So, I only had like 500 views, and I was like... Damn. Wait, that's a painting? Yeah. It looks me, like
1: a photo, dog.
0: Yeah, there's me varnishing it. So, this is what I was doing for a living. I was doing portrait commission after portrait commission, um, just over and over. And so, this is one of the portrait commissions I was doing. And um, I would also do subway paintings, but... With the painting that you do that like that you're passionate about, you don't know if somebody's gonna buy it or not. But if somebody commissions you, you know, they gotta give you fifty percent up front, then give you the rest when you're done. So it's a automatic money and And, and I, were you I, doing
1: that independently
0: or through someone just or? just um, just wait just Instagram DMs or, or if I had an article come out about me, they'll email me and I'll just So what were the article? why were articles coming up out about
1: you then if nobody so, knew yet? So
0: for here, um I had an I was I joined this competition for the Smithsonian um the Smithsonian Museum, and I I was a finalist there just based on my my art. And I was I was still living in the Bronx. I was like 19 years old. And then so these people contacted me and then um, they wanted to pay me for a commission and they were so nice to me. They flew me out uh, and then um, and they they paid me a lot of money to paint this. And and so I was like, all right, let me um, while I was working on this, people were blowing up on TikTok and I was like, let me film myself. So I filmed it, I got like 500 views, and I was like... Um, Is that the
1: six train one? Which one?
0: The, which one's the first
1: one, the six train?
0: Um, I think I deleted a lot of them. Right. I think, I it's not even here, but Right. there was one of me painting that one, and I only got 500 views. And then I tried all of these different experiments, and I wouldn't get that many views. And I was like, okay, maybe I have to do celebrities because nobody knows these people. Uh-huh. So I did one of Kanye, I don't know if I deleted it or, or not. Oh, they and, weren't there of... And then uh, I did one of XXX-Young, and yeah. then that didn't even get that many views. And I was like, damn, this isn't it. So then I, so I was just thinking of ideas, and I was like, you know what? I should take it back to the basics and draw people on the subway. So uh, scroll up a little bit. So the first subway one... Yeah, more right there right there the first is the guy with the red shirt so it got 4.9 million and this Ooh. is my first time getting a million and i was like i was like oh shit, this this is it i was like if i do this again tomorrow and if it um gets millions then this is gonna be my thing so then the next one did um let me see uh 17 million so i was like all right i got it in the bag this is gonna be if it worked twice it's gonna keep working it's like this is like my thing so um first one brought me in like a hundred thousand followers and then the second one brought me like 200,000 followers so i was already like 300,000 two videos in two subway videos in so i was like all right if it works as like an algorithm like they say it does and it works mathematically it's just like rinse and repeat and it just you keep adding to the pile so i was like in a year from now you know i could be at 10 or 20 million so this was like a year and a, a year and 3 months ago yeah
1: i remember i saw one of these early ones yeah these these, yeah. Are,
0: these are like so then for these i didn't get any reactions because um, I used to make a living through selling my art so I would sell all of these drawings on Instagram and then the comment section like if you click on can you see the comments on this no oh, I guess you gotta log in but it doesn't matter so every single comment was like oh get the reaction get the reaction so I was like I wasn't doing it at first because I'm like I have to sell my drawings and like make a living like you know so I can't just give away my art for free right right but I wasn't thinking you,
1: what you're referring to is in the videos as people know, you hand the piece of art to the yeah, yeah. to the person afterwards.
0: Yeah, getting there. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm like that's
1: funny. At that point, you were going no, 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 no. I'm going to sell that. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I
0: have to sell this. Like yeah. I can't give away my art. Like I'm living in the Bronx. Like I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to become an artist. I'm I'm not like a, a content creator. I'm an artist that just so happened to make it as a content creator by, uh, I was by doing take, your con by doing yeah, your art by by doing, doing my art. art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so then once I started, I was like, all right. They kept harassing me so much. Like I would get comments. That would get two hundred thousand likes, saying "get the reaction, get the reaction." Like every single comment, I was like, "I was like, people must really want to see this." So I did, I did a reaction video, and it went mega viral. And then I had news reporters come to my house, and my grandma's like, "What's going on?" Like, I'm, I'm, so like, the, one of the first ones was the. Did Kelly they Clarkson not understand
1: show. it because you weren't in a tattoo magazine? Yeah, That's the only way they probably. understand it. They're
0: like, "Wait, what do you mean? You're not yeah. in a magazine, so I don't, I can't understand this." <laughs> <laughs> so, so my grandma's like, um, so the first, I was like, grandma, we've got to be quiet. I got to do this Zoom interview with Kelly Clarkson. And she's like, wow, what do you, how? Like, I was like, what did that feel like? So this is the first time you're getting this attention. Like, were you nervous about talking to Kelly Clarkson? I, I did get a few like articles before TikTok. Like I got, um, New York Times and New Yorker magazine and, uh, Oh, just based on art, just based on That's be, huge. TikTok, yeah. That's huge. And also Smithsonian. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah.
1: So even before TikTok, people were noticing the talent. Yeah. yeah. Because The New Yorker, that's as big as it gets. Yeah. Smithsonian, that's as big as it gets. New York Magazine, that's as big as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. New York Times. So uh, at New York Times, that's yeah. as big as it gets. So you were, people were noticing your, where, where did those articles come from? From your Instagram portraits. So.
0: Yeah, just from Instagram or yeah. like, um, Um, yeah, just Instagram or or like being in the Smithsonian competition and making it. So the the Smithsonian
1: competition was huge for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because then, because they, I think I was 18 or 19 and, you know, I told an officer in the Bronx and they just. They liked the story. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just, so I was getting that kind of attention, but not so like back to back to back. It was just like maybe once every three or four months I'll get a new article and, and, um, and, and it was going good. So. Once at that point, were you happening?
1: thinking? At that point, were you thinking about I'm going to do a I'm going to do a um, what do they call those exhibits? Were yeah. You thinking I was going to do an exhibit, trying to find galleries? Were you looking more the traditional route? Were you thinking more traditionally at that point, like gallery, or were you still focused on the net? Because I love um, the way you started focusing on the net as a way to get your art out, even before this, on the gram. So, um, w- so
0: I, I want. So I was, I was too focused on like getting a commission done, and then getting the money and then getting commission, getting the money. Cause right. I didn't want to have a job. <laughs> I was like, I right, don't want right. a normal job. I just so you want... were just
1: thinking about that. Yeah. And then in the the rest of the time you were thinking about the internet.
0: Yeah. And then what? I was like, all these paintings I'm doing, like I'm going to keep posting them and posting them. But then this TikTok thing is the thing that started just, going like crazy to the public you had the critics yeah. already yeah it's yeah. That's
1: amazing that's amazing i didn't know that about uh, you know like people don't know new york you're featured in the new york you're featured in new york times you feature yeah. in new york magazine i mean that i mean i mean it's just a matter of time that you're gonna something is gonna work but i love how you didn't wait for that you kind of just you took it into your own hands and kept creating and used the internet to figure out a way to get it out to more people
0: yeah because if you go to galleries um if you go to galleries in New York or or even anywhere like you won't really see realistic portraits there like cuz it's not like what's hot right now in right. contemporary galleries so I didn't feel what's like What's hot
1: in contemporary galleries right now?
0: Just like abstract or like just conceptual art and right. just things that are like way out of the box so I'm just like I'm just like a kid from the Bronx I like drawing people I like painting people so I'm like I don't fit in that thing so also like I didn't feel like you know when I go to galleries like, at the time, I didn't feel like I understood. Well, I just felt dumb, like, you know, like, right. so I just never even tried to get into a gallery. I right. you was know, just like, I'm just going to stay on Instagram and get the next. I was living, like, DM by DM. Like, if no, no, if nobody emailed me to hire me for a portrait, then I'm not going to make my next money. But I was living with my grandma, so um, I'm like, it's fine. It's not like I'm paying so many bills, you know. So, right, right. So I didn't even think, like. Was your grandma supportive of your art? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was yeah, she was Sometimes, she must be
1: so proud of you right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. She she's so high. Um <laughs> it's funny cuz this McDonald's ad is actually about me and my grandma and how we to, um, eat McDonald's and stuff. But <laughs> but anyway, so um that's dope. So yeah, so I'm I'm excited that I was Oh yeah, that's you and your grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Is that
1: how she looks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so dope.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm excited that I was um, accepted like in New York Times and Smithsonian based on my art, like outside of being viral right. and then the viral thing just exponentially like made made it like next level. Right. Um, but yeah, I was I was making a living as an artist just without content at all. Now, most of my living comes from like um, brand deals and stuff. Right,
1: right. Brand deals. For, like you're you're like a TikTok creator. You're like a content creator on TikTok. and. Yeah, it's um, kind of crazy. So things blew up, and then what happens next? You start getting contact. Does TikTok reach out?
0: Um, yeah, so uh, like one month in, I was already at 2 million followers. 30 days in, I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is going fast as hell. And then um, during Hispanic Characters Month, they did this um, Latinx thing, and they wanted me to be one of the Latinx um, trailblazers. And so they reached out to me, and they interviewed me, and... So then they started working with me. I got a manager there, named Kristen. Shout out to Kristen. She's like one of the best managers there. And then um,
1: at TikTok, yeah, yeah.
0: And then um, yeah, then they started working with me, giving me opportunities, giving me brand deals. And when I first, when I got my first brand deal, I was I didn't have any like representation of like managers or anything like that. So I would just accept like the first rate. And then um, like three deals in, I learned like not to do that. And then I had a people like negotiate for me and getting like red- like i never you have a th- lawyer now do you have your own yeah, lawyer yeah. yeah well the agency has like an in-house lawyer so oh, gotcha. you so you're, and-
1: so you're wor- it's like tiktok you're like tiktok looks at you as like their talent
0: yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's crazy and i didn't even know how much like i was just making art um maybe like three months into tiktok i, w- I would get a brand deal and i didn't even know you could make drawing into commercials and i guess if you get views, you could do whatever. You could do
1: whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if anyone knew it, because is yeah, there so anyone no. else doing that? No, or yeah, so you kind of are the first one. I've never seen a McDonald's commercial uh, with this type of content where an artist is drawing some. But yeah. yeah, I guess they just sort of take the content you make, and yeah, they're going like, this is going to get this many eyeballs, and so yeah. turn it into a, a branded content
0: yeah that's what i said earlier that i hope they catch up because i i would i do have a lot of like artist haters in my comments like oh you're a sellout oh this is just to go viral is for clout but if they i always tell people if you scroll down on my instagram all the way to the bottom i have subway sketches from 2014 2013 um and tiktok didn't i didn't start tiktok till 2020 so obviously i love it for what it is way before going viral and uh And I always tell people, like, listen, this is a new way of, like, make, like, nobody, like you said, nobody else is making content, and making brand deals with art, like, you know, we don't have to be a starving artist anymore, like, do the, it's hard to get into galleries, it's hard to sell your art, so... You know, hopefully they learn. I'm trying to teach them. They hate me, but I'm trying to be It's nice.
1: actually, it's ridiculous. Do you, do, you, do you hate LeBron James? Then you hate Michael Jordan? You hate Kobe Bryant? I mean, they've all done McDonald's. I mean, Michael Jordan used to do, I mean, and Michael Jordan's even worse because you know he's not eating McDonald's at all. He's got a personal <laughs> fucking nutritionist. And, and then you got LeBron drinking Sprite. He's not allowed to drink Sprite. He, he spends a million dollars on his body. So it's like, you know, this is America. It's like we're, advertisers run everything, you make money. By uh, doing commercials. Directors do commercials. All your favorite directors, actors do commercials. So, I mean, that anyone would give you any hate, a grassroots artist who made it himself by building his own following, I mean, that's just ridiculous. But, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say on the net. That That's yeah. what's crazy about the net is it's not a real place. And that's yeah. what I love. Dave Chappelle said that. That's the one thing I love in his last special where he says uh, that one line where he goes like this is he said something something on t- Twitter but he goes I don't care because Twitter's not a real place the truth is it's not a real place like you're this is not a real place what you do is a real thing that you're showing on a place that's not real it's a virtual world where people can see your stuff and then come eventually one day you're gonna have exhibits you're gonna have you're gonna be in galleries and people are gonna come see you they're gonna come shake your hand girls are gonna be dropping their panties <laughs> and um <laughs> so it's like that hate is unwarranted that's obviously unwarranted but that comes with it man that just comes with success cause I tell you what if McDonald's had approached you like on the second video when you had 500 everyone would be like yo that's dope you gotta make you know it's just they're gonna hate you for anything like that's just a new thing and obviously you're going to adapt to that well because if you could adapt to being in a house with his heroin needles in the bathroom you're going to be fine when somebody says you're a sellout so that's i know it's crazy you should just message them back and be like yo bro this is the least i'll ever this is the least adversity i'll ever face in my entire life i know because i've already walked through dante's circles of hell my friend
0: yeah sometimes i think that i'm like because people ask me like yo these comments don't affect you i'm like i really don't care and if anything i I need because they give me more engagement. Like when a brand, yeah, yeah, brands want to see like how many comments you got, how many. They don't click through the haters. They like see that oh wow he got a a thousand comments. Like he keeps these people engaged. Or like, or the algorithm sees you got all these comments. Like people must they they they're debating back and forth. This must be interesting. Let's push it even more. You know they don't care about uh they don't care about the
1: content of the engagement. It's just a. It's just an
0: algorithm. I mean, you're you know, keeping people on the app. Yeah,
1: it's part of what's ripping our country apart. But if you're doing, if you're doing paintings, it's good. But it is kind of what's ripping our country because they don't care. Like people are just arguing, like I'll fucking kill you, you liberal bastard. And then other people are going, oh, you yeah, conservative yeah. not. And it's uh, and the algorithms going like this the whole time. The yeah. algorithms going,
0: yes, keep going, yeah, more exactly. engagement because yeah. it's a robot. It doesn't know. My, uh, my brother tells me he's like, at least what you're doing is art. It's not like you're like, you know. It's people fighting over art. People are fighting over (laughs) art, so
1: it's no big deal. Yeah, it's not so nothing political here. Yeah. Your world has changed. The world yeah. has changed. I have seen. I've been. You know. I follow you. Obviously, we've we've been texting. You know, with a couple New York kids. You know, what I mean South Bronx. Did, remember the WAP? Do you remember the South? It was like a, It was like this. It was like a South Bronx, South South Bronx, Southlands BDP before you die. Do you know who? Do you know who, uh, Boogie Down Productions? No. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it's crazy when you talk to a kid and they don't know KRS One. I know KRS
0: One. Oh, yeah, 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 Boogie Down Productions. Oh, that was his, what he is. yeah. Oh, okay um yeah hit my i love that song um nine that, millimeter
1: yeah the, yeah yeah uh that was back in the day where there was beef between the boroughs that was like before the internet when things were so small me and jesse were talking about we grew up it was like neighborhood to neighborhood and then in hip hop there was beef between the boroughs like krs1's boogie down album was all about like uh, hip hop started in, in 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 the bronx and like yo fuck queen's bridge <laughs> remember brooklyn keeps on ba- making it Bronx keeps on no. Bronx keeps on making it. Brooklyn keeps on taking it. Manhattan keeps on something, and Queens keeps on faking it. <laughs> it was like back then they hated Queens. It was like can we all can, we can't even get along as New Yorkers. Humans love to fight. It's just in them. It's gonna happen anyway. So your life has changed now. Uh, I see you you flying out to L.A. You're people know who you are. What's that like? What's that feel like to go from? I mean you're basically a rags to riches story.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because I don't know how, you know, know, I don't know if you like believe in, I don't even know if I believe in like manifesting and stuff like that, but it's so crazy because I would tell people and I would believe it and I would tell my family and I'm not trying to like be egotistical or cocky, but I would tell my family like, oh, you know, I'm gonna be famous one day. Like, you know, I'm gonna like get all this attention and my art is going to be all over the world. And, and, uh, I mean, they would laugh or like, maybe they believe that I don't even know, but i even have snapchats on snapchat you you get memories of um of like three years ago and and um and i'll just say i'll just like say things like oh guys you know i'm gonna be like huge one day and my friends will be like yo you're ridiculous with your jokes and i'm like i'm kind of not joking so anyway my point is that i always believed it in like this delusional willpower way. yeah I, i'm like one day I, so like now when i go to like galas and they fly me out and all this like i it's like I kind of I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I kind of like expected it. So because you believed in it so hard. Yeah, like yeah. And in the Bronx, I never met like any famous people, but like when they invite me to the galas and I'm sitting next, that's where uh, like Jeff Bezos was like 20 feet away from me with yeah. uh, Leo DiCaprio and all these, like some of the biggest celebrities were there and just like he could wow. have been looking
1: at you too and you wouldn't know it. Yeah, because yeah. Because one of his eyes, oh, when he's got a you know his eye, he's got a lazy eye, so one of them's always. Ch-
0: Oh, I'm not gonna comment. I don't wanna you don't offend. have to comment. I'll I do don't that. Yeah, you Bezos. let me get in trouble.
1: You just sit there and be an
0: artist. I want him to buy my paintings one he day. He will so.
1: one day. He will one day. That's Jeff it. Bezos. Please, yeah, be Bezos don't judge Jeff. He's not gonna watch us. Don't worry about it. Um, that's incredible. I think it was sort of how married you were to the dream. Like from an outside perspective, it seems like how married you were to the dream. And how real it was in your head before it happened was also what kind of kept you motivated on the path to the dream and and, and helped you tune out all the, the distractions and possible roadblocks that a lot of other people face. That's why it's so important if you have a dream to just to be married to it, you know, because it motivates you and you have a goal. When you have a goal, you know, most people feel lost because they don't know what their goal is. You had a goal. You yeah. had to go for yourself, and it was real. And then, of course, you had the God-given talent. So those yeah. those that combination works.
0: Um, could I show you something on on Instagram? I wanna.
1: It better be good.
0: Yeah, I hope it's good. You, yeah, you, you tell me. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna waste time doing this? Yeah, it better be good. <laughs> <done. laughs> wait, scroll down a little bit. Let's take a peek. Wait, wait, that's too fast. Uh, actually, go down a little bit more.
1: He sounds Absolutely. like a girl instructing someone on how to give head. Go down a little bit more. Not too fast. Go down. Go down. That's right. You're hitting it right there. There you go, Poppy. <laughs> a,
0: little <bit. laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit. Hold on. Ah, just right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a self portrait right there, right?
0: Wait, no. Keep going. Keep going. I love it's how like you this, made yourself all it's, smiley. No, that I. Yeah. where the fuck right there right there which one that one Metal? yeah so i blew up on tiktok in 2020 i wrote this note 2015 i wrote the day up there December 30 2018 so i used to write shit like this like in my book and and i and i tell people i'm like yo it's, i used to write shit i used to make snapchats and they're like yeah you say that now i'm like i have dates i have fucking anyway so on the left, I wrote, success is all I want. All I think about, I will be successful. And then I wrote, I wanted I wanted to be great since a kid. I swear I always wanted it. I knew I was special. I used to do this, whatever. This 2015 I wrote this, you know? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. And I, that, that was my block where I grew up, Willis, 141st Street. Willis at 141. And then I, I blocked out some words. I think I was talking shit about somebody. Like, yeah. this person said that I'm not going to be yeah. shit. You're going to see me. Well, you
1: got to throw some beef in there, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um... Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, I believe in that. I don't believe anyone can just do it though. It, it create. You have to have talent in yeah. that in that field, and uh, you have to be. You can't just have. You can't say it. You got to live it like you did. Not only did you say it to yourself, you lived it. You went and you uh, you uh, submitted your work, and then you got better. And you, I mean. You could tell from looking at that first portrait to like what you do know how much work went into that. That's the stuff nobody sees. Those yeah. are the countless thousands of hours of you sketch after sketch after sketch. How many drawings you think you've done total if you had to, not, you know, approximately, not exactly, but like approximately how many drawings you think you've done and you're only 25 years old?
0: i have no idea thousands it's thousands, thousands right yeah thousands and thousands of drawings do
1: you draw every day you, have, you yeah. think you draw every day
0: well whenever i have uh i think i still draw every day but um sometimes i can't because i'll have like interviews and phone calls and meetings but other and than that stuff yeah yeah even when i'm i'll be on the phone and i'm sketching you know it's not even for a video it's just for fun um but yeah
1: how was that interview with kelly clarkson did it go good that's probably the first time her was, show had a inter like was interview like like the studio was in the Bronx. She was talking to oh, somebody in the Bronx. Yeah,
0: it was actually very awkward because yeah, it was in the Bronx and, um, so my room was a mess, right? And I didn't clean it on time. So um, the interview was like in thirty minutes. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make one corner very nice. So I'm like cleaning up this corner, and then I put the laptop there, and I was like, I, I made sure on um, photo booth that it was nice behind me, so. It, be, behind the camera is a whole you mess. You cleaned up all the heroin needles. Well, I'm, this is my grandma's house. <laughs> they were just below the frame. No, this is my grandma's house. She, yeah. my, I got to tell you about my grandma and yeah. the difference between my mom and my grandma's house. but um,
1: Starts with no heroin needles. Yeah, yeah. like
0: it was, she had Bibles in the house. but Okay, anyway, I get it. So, yeah. Um, so, um, so I checked on Photo Booth if, if my background was clean, and it, it looked clean. And then when I got on the call with her, it was Zoom, and the Zoom thing was way wider. And I had this mirror <laughs> on the corner, and I see the mirror. And so Kelly's like, hey, Devon. And I see the fucking mirror, and I just shut down. I was like, holy fuck. I hope nobody sees it. Because if they see the mirror, yeah. they're going to see all the piles of clothes stacked up. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. So I couldn't focus. She's like so how's everything going you're doing these subway sketches and i was just like uh
1: all you can uh, think about was the clothes
0: um uh um yeah yeah subway sketches and uh and i'm like i'm like trying to look and i it's too small to see if you could see the clothes and i'm like it was just so awkward so i edited it and put it on my youtube but it just it didn't come out that great but um
1: your grandma didn't walk in a frame either Walking around no, the frame said, Like trying to bring Kelly Clarkson some food No I was like well, <laughs> you try to explain To her Zoom You know yeah, cause maybe, she's old school maybe
0: we could pull she's it like up. I'm gonna do
1: an interview She's like okay I'm gonna cook You're like you're not my, Grandma you don't gotta cook
0: She's not coming over the house We're doing it through the computer <laughs> <laughs> Exactly I think if you click on um, Playlist And then This should be interviews um, And then on the right Scroll down Who's that? Or well, if you just type in my name and Cuddy Clarkson, like yeah, that's the best well, way to do
1: it. So um, while he's looking for that, let me ask you, what? Where do you see it going from here? What do you want to do with this
0: now? Um. So so going viral over and over, it feeds everything. It brings in brand deals. It brings in interviews. It brings in even a bunch of galleries now want to work with me. But I'm gonna work with my um, agency gallery, which is UTA. They have a gallery space out in Beverly Hills, and so I'm gonna. My next thing is, I've so I've never been outside the country, um, so I want to go to like the subways in Paris and London and take photographs of all different types of people and make a whole gallery show of like ten paintings. Like, oh, actually, let me show you my oil paintings that I was doing before. Well, let's watch this first. Okay,
1: okay, let's just see a little bit of it. You, we, you, hold you on, s- let me get my glasses. Don't worry, it, I don't even
0: know where they are.
1: Talk to Jesse. Okay, what's up, Jesse? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> How long ago
0: was this? I think like a year ago. Yeah, a little bit over a year ago. This shit really happened fast for you, huh? Yeah, so fast. Oh, and, and this fast. this thing, I edited it heavily, so I cut out a lot of awkward parts. So you're seeing the good version, but you'll still see how weird I am here. But Oops, hold on yeah, there's very awkward moments that I clipped out, so. Greek, Over by the, the way. Media, oh, nice. y'all, this is what I'm liking. So, check out this South Bronx artist. He's Let's see how she pronounces his that. Beautifully detailed sketches of New York subway passengers. So, while he's been doing sketches like this for years, his latest works really capture a time in history the way our lives have all been altered in the midst of the pandemic. We have the artist on the line right now. What's up, Devin? Devin art on your arms. That's nice. I love your tattoos. So, Devin, how has your art changed? Is that the mirror? Yeah, I see the clothes. Yeah, no. So I've been drawing people on the subway. No, you can't can't see the clothes actually. The the clothes are on the floor, but super viral. I'm so wait so is that that's the mirror though right yeah that's the mirror but you could you could only see like my closet and yeah. the, the hats on the wall but you can't see like the real mess yeah like it, but i couldn't you, you didn't know screen, if you could or not yeah on my screen i'm like i can't tell if you can or not that garbage can blocks a lot like but. <laughs> it actually looks like a yeah it looks like a typical artist kind of
1: room you know with the art on the in the background you staged it pretty good, but in your okay, mind you're worried them. here exactly. when you're talking to her. Yeah,
0: look at look at the audience. Uh, yeah, it's about virtual. Like, what's been the best reaction? Well, ninety-five percent of my subjects have no idea that I even drew them, but every now and then I'll give somebody a drawing, and they're so that's
1: amazing. I mean, the most freaking out. It's amazing, so Devin. Um, I I love what you do. I love even the art I'm seeing behind you in your room right Bitch there. Bitch can God, sing you're, though. You're a very very talented, yeah. man. Thank you she so much sing. for sharing. She can sing. She got a I'm voice for Like your post right now, right? Yeah. Hey, so All much. right. Thank you. Very cool. So, but nobody knows it. That's the thing. It's like sometimes I'll have a bad set. And I'll get off the stage, and like the crowd will come, and be a great show, and I'll know that I wasn't on, or like I, you know, I missed some things, but they don't know, they don't know. So nobody knew, nobody knew. So that's funny to know. That's that's great to hear, um, what was going on in the inside during. And that was that was your first big interview, right there, Kelly Clarkson.
0: Um, I, yeah, I've had like some like Fox Five interviews and stuff, but.
1: Yeah, but this was like the first one with um, a with a star.
0: Oh, yeah, let me show you um my paintings before TikTok. So Yeah,
1: I want to see that. Scroll down.
0: Right, go to um so if you could go to devonrodriguezart.com. Oh, your website. Yeah, and then um
1: Do you get recognized in the street now?
0: Yeah, maybe like uh like once a day or twice a day. Or it feels t- wild, right? Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so these are all your paintings that that take me like you know, it, it depends. Like the one in the middle with the it's two like people. Chuck Close, right, Jess? Like that. Those are paintings.
1: Yeah, That's kind of like what Chuck Close does, right?
0: Yeah. Like so, that one took me like months, like maybe like a month and a half. And so I, I'll take a picture of people. Dude, it looks then, like a fucking photo. It's wild. Yeah. That's it's, how it's accurate it is. Um. So and then I'll take it home and I'll do the whole painting. So these paintings, I would just paint them, sell them, paint them and sell them. But I haven't done one since going viral because I've just been like addicted to making content, making brand deals. But like, now I'm going to go back to making my art. Um, and then I'm going to have a whole show of just. These are all sold, so I don't, I can't. Um, I, get, I know you're, you're, you're going to put them on display yeah, and do to, an exhibit. Yo, dog,
1: can me and Jesse come to the exhibit? Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, what's up, dog? Of
0: course, of course. It's going to be in a year from now, hopefully. Yeah, I'm it's just it, it,
1: saying. Don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah, no, you know I mean? I'm not. I'm not don't forget. forget
0: the block, son. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't I'm forget not. the block. I'm not. Yo, he Y'all looks hurt? He does look like Angelo, my buddy Angelo Lozada from right? the yeah, Bronx. Angelo, so Angelo is my good friend from the Bronx, man. He's a a comedic legend. He passed away two years ago. Angelo Lozada, um, he started a sketch group at the New York Rican Cafe, it was uh his uh, his sketch group was oh, called the sketch group like that the kind comedy of group. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh, that that's Angelo right there. one of my closest friends and dearest friends we lost him two years ago very funny. He yeah, would do all the cool. Maurice shows with me. It was me and oh, him yeah. on stage all the time and he was sort of like the straight man to her when we would do it live and um that that yeah go back to that painting it looks exactly look at that holy shit It looks like <laughs> Angelo dog. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, I hope you are watching from heaven, man. Bronx's own Angelo Lazzara. We so lost the legend. He's from the Bronx. Well, wow. he's from the Bronx. Yeah, we used to. We, you know, he was my road dog. We, we traveled together. Me, him, and Jesse and Sergio Chico, and we would go on the road and and do shows. Like I remember when my character, I had two characters that went viral: Maurice and Mister Panos, and uh, it 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 was it was weird. It's a weird thing because you're you're in the grind, in the grind, in the grind. Nobody knows who you are, and then. I remember uh, me and Jesse. The first time I got recognized, right? Because Maurice is different because you, you can't really tell yeah, I'm her. I didn't. I yeah. knew
0: you and Maurice. I didn't know you guys. Yeah, were the same you person.
1: can't tell I'm her because I just the vibe and who it just people. People can't see it, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember one time getting recognized. One of my favorite ones was recognized
0: as Mauricio.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, no. for someone who knew Mauricio was, the, I mean, the thuggiest dude you <laughs> could imagine in your life. And he was grilling me. I was eating outdoors at like a, a restaurant in, in Brooklyn. He was grilling me. He had teardrop tattoos, <laughs> oh, right? And I was ordering. He was grilling. I was like, oh fuck, you know, I'm like, what, who's this dude? Like, what happened? Did like, you know, did I bang one of his uh, sisters <laughs> in high school? What's going on? My am, am I about to get rushed? What's up? He was just looking at me. He goes, yo. Right when, right when the waitress came over to you, he goes yo he goes ass pussy <laughs> and the waitress must have been like the waitress was probably think oh this must have been some guy he fucked in jail he must have thought I was just some guy I was some twinkle got fucked he goes yo ass pussy and I, I was like yeah Maurice he was like yo you a wild boy that shit is not funny son and uh, it was uh, but the first time we got recognized we were going to look for a theater space to do the show and this girl Remember, she was like worked there or something? She worked at, where was it, New York Institute of Tech or their theater. We were gonna do a, sh- a comedy show and we were gonna rent out there. And then uh, somebody mentioned it was Marisa and she screeched at the top of her lungs. Like it was like she had met ma- like Madonna or J-Lo or some shit. And it's crazy because the internet, it's like a small group of people who yeah. knows you. at Like, you know, we're not Matt Damien. I mean, you're getting a Matt Damien numbers, but back then I was, I don't it was think so. you know, but you know, you're getting high. But it's like, you get, a, you get that first, like, oh, somebody's looking at you like you're a celebrity and shit. And you're like, oh, my God. And uh, it was a weird, weird thing that happened overnight with Maurice and Panos and Greek people would come up to me and go, like, are you Mr. Panos? And it was just like, and then you go on another block and nobody knows who you are. You know, it's not, like, Matt Damon, J-Lo, those people are famous. Yeah. Instagram fame, I actually prefer internet fame because you could still be a little... You could still be like a little anonymous you know it must be imagine how hard it must be to be like brad pitt and not be able to leave your fucking. i mean the kid cannot do anything ever yeah. do you want to get that big oh. yeah <laughs> i'm like uh he's like yo he's like that's he's like a, just call me Devin from now on <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna change my name to Devin rod
0: yeah i'm not devon anymore no yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding no you know what's funny hi People-
1: Devin! i'm a big fan kelly clarkson here <laughs>
0: People call me Devin all the time, and yeah. I never correct them, because it's kind of like both now, you know? I'm yeah. so used to it. I
1: get Giannis, Giannis, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah.
0: But I don't know if I want to be that Plus, you don't fans. meet a lot of
1: people who have ever been around Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans are in a few places. Yeah. Trust me, I know, because I've performed in all those places. <laughs> Orlando, you got Orlando, Springfield, Massachusetts, Boston, Chicago, New York, uh, Miami, the Bronx. And, and the Bronx. Well, New York, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, it. and that's really, that's where Puerto Ricans are the strongest. Puerto Ricans is like a big part. And that's why when I created the character Maurice, like, you know, I dated so many Puerto Rican girls. It's just such a part of New York's. <laughs> yeah. Puerto Ricans are like, that's like the spice on top that makes New York, New York. Because every place has Italian, Irish, Jewish. Black, but like New York is that Puerto Rico is that extra little spice? When you when I fly home off the road and I see that first woman with you know the Puerto Rican flag tattooed like on her
0: fingers and shit, I'm like, yeah, I'm home, baby. Puerto just, Rico. That's so funny. Yeah, that's so funny because my dad was actually. Um, the wepa. <laughs> and you know the Greeks have upa, very similar. What? Two oh, cultures dude. that have like a, you know how wepa yeah, and yeah. there's no
1: real you can't real there's no definition for it. It just yeah. means I'm excited and like. <laughs> And Greeks go, oppa, it's the same thing. There's no definition. It's just something they say when they dance or they're excited. or It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, I noticed that about the you two cultures. You have the flags. With flags. There. Oh, dude. Greeks, yeah. flags? Yeah. You go to a Greek, there's a flag above the toilet. The, I've, I've been by some Greeks' house where they paint the flag on the garage door. The yeah. garage door is the Greek flag. Yo, two peoples who, don't,
0: who love their flag. Nobody loves their flag more than Puerto Ricans. Yeah, my I, father did, like, these nails, like, exactly that. Oh, yeah, I, I know
1: what I'm talking about, yeah. I, <laughs> and, you know, and, like, he, he had it in the car, too. Yeah, like the... I saw a girl once who had a Puerto Rican flag, fucking fake uh, contacts in. <laughs> so, and, yo, Greeks and Puerto Ricans love their flag. Greeks love their flag. Greek independence, Day parade flags
0: everywhere. I have a, I have a news interview video where I wore a Puerto Rican shirt, because I knew my Puerto Ricans were. Hell, yeah, represent. <laughs> Has J-Lo reached out? No, not yet. I don't think she
1: knows me. Jesse, do you remember when but, J-Lo... Um, ABC7. There was a J Lo was dating Mark Anthony. They wanted to meet me because they were huge Morissa fans, and I oh, overslept. It was they were oh, doing some morning damn. show. They were doing that morning. I think they were, might have been doing um, Good Morning America, and they were like, and their oh. production manager called me. He was like, okay, me, I'll come down. I'll bring you in. They want to. You'll be able to meet them in the dressing room. They're huge right there, right fans, there. and I overslept. Damn. So what can you do?
0: That sucks. You can reschedule.
1: Uh, right yeah, there. no, you like, can't really you reschedule with JLo. A, be like, hey, JLo, I missed it. Right there? Say again.
0: See the representation on the shirt?
1: Yeah, Puerto Rico! <laughs> que pasa, mi
0: gente? <laughs> 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 um, did, you, did your grandma cook Puerto Rican food? What did she cook? Oh, so my grandma's Honduran, and then my dad, well, my mom is Honduran, my yeah. dad's Puerto Rican. Right. Um, Ain't? so my mom, my dad is, I mean, my grandma, sorry, I'm all over the place. Yeah. My grandma's Honduran, but she, um, so she's my mom's mom, and uh, what I was going to say about the... So my mom, this is hilarious, my mom, um, the the bathrooms always had stripper magazines. I guess she was... I think she was subscribed to stripper magazine, or like she always worked at strip clubs, so... Your mom? Yeah. Okay, cause for a second, I was that's not your grandma. Your mom, no, grandma, not my grandma. She's subscribed no. to the Bible. Yeah, 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 So my mom would have these stripper magazines in the bathroom, and me and my brother would read them. Jerk off to them. I get it. I was just reading them, but... <laughs> But anyway, it was like interviews, like yeah. oh, how'd you get into stripping, and they'll, and then they had all these pictures with the stars and the boobs and the vagina and all this craziness. But um, anyway, and then my grandma's house had like she has like Mother Teresa stuff in the bathroom to read. So that was like the difference of our house and then my mom's house like had all these drugs and heroin needles. Almost like,
1: heaven and hell, kind of a little
0: bit. Literally, You're to it both. was heaven and hell. It was yeah. crazy. Wow, well, I never thought of that. But um, so yeah, so whenever there was a heroin needle in my in my bathroom. We had to take a shower with um, slippers on because she's like, oh, you're going to get fungus? Like the whole building shares this bathroom. And then um, she's like, and then there'll be condoms or heroin needles. And we're like, mom, there's no condoms. She'll come take it or like a heroin needle. And yeah, it was crazy. That's a different bathroom experience.
1: Yeah. Going to your fair. grandma's. If so, if, I, if I'm in the Bronx and I got to take a shit, take me to your grandma's, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: got you. I got you. Yo, uh, Devin, Devon, however you want to pronounce it, uh, I'm going to go Devon. Yo, Devon. <laughs> Devon Rodriguez. You guys know him from TikTok, Instagram. Go follow him. Um, if you don't know, now you know. Um, out of the Bronx, Bronx so much talent comes out of the Bronx, man. J Lo from the block. Now Devon Rodriguez. How about Big Pun? How about Fat Joe? How about fucking KRS One? The list goes on. Um, so another, another talented, uh, person from the Bronx is putting his stamp on the world. I can't wait to see what you do, man. I'm such a big fan. You know, I'm hoping, man, you know, you we so can get a, you know what I mean? Like, what's up? I, want a I mean, I, I, I got some room in my, I'm just saying I got, I, I got <laughs> a new house and I got some fucking wall space, dog. Oh, I yeah. mean, do I got to pay for it? I mean, how can I get a little something on the
0: wall? Maybe I should draw you as.
1: Can you draw me? Should I
0: do you as you or Mauricio?
1: You could do, but how about you do me as me and Mauricio, so like talking to each other or making out? That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll talk, man. This was a pleasure. Thank you yeah, for coming thank down, you so man. Much. Yeah, thank brother. You, thank you, thank yeah, that's you. called dap that. in New York City. Hey, well, no, that's called that.
0: dap in the Bronx. You go like this. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Huh? no hold on. This, you hold it right there. Wait, no, wait. This way. You hold it and then snap it. Yeah,
1: que pasa, mi gente? Take care, everybody. Uh, See you yeah, next thank time.
0: Thank you so much. It's been a long